you know. Uh, so, like, I blame the next, like, 20 years of KMFDM fandom on... On Duke Joint Jezebel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. 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 It does. It's yeah. <laughs> still good music. Whatever. Yes. <laughs> Let's go! Black Market Toast Podcast, where we take a piece of media out of the cupboard, dust it off, toast it up, and serve it as something completely new. Uh, this is episode number, I should really look up the episode number before I say these things, but I'm not going to look it up now. And we are jumping off of uh, the 1995 film Mortal Kombat and all the things associated with that. Um... Watch the movie. Um, it is cheesy. It is glorious. It is awful. It is awesome. Um, it is the cinematic cotton candy. Yeah, yeah, yes, yes. There, it is fluff. It is it. It is glorious in its ineptitude. Yes. Yeah, I mean, this movie. So I am uh, what I feel to be the prime age. For Mortal Kombat. Like, it came out when I was about 10 years old. Okay. You know, or 9, 10, 11 years old. You know, I was just old enough to, like, think the violence was really cool with the video games. Mm -hmm. You know, I was just old enough to where, like, my parents were freaking out about it, but I had it anyway. (laughs) You know? Right. So, uh, when the movie came out, I mean, I was stoked. You know, this was probably (laughs) one of the first movies that I went to go see in the movie theaters, kind of by myself. Or, like, my dad, like, dropped me off Mm -hmm. and picked me up. So, uh, you know, this movie is great. It is, it's gr- it's great in its own way. Yes. I mean, it is not going to win an Oscar. It is not going to win no, anything no, except yeah. maybe a, a Razzie or something. Right, but, right. I mean, it, it has the, like, storyboard depth of the actual Mortal Kombat right. game. Yes, if you had played but- the game, and you, you understood the level of backstory that they were dealing with here. Yes. Yes. Right. Right. And that's it. You know, I mean, you couldn't do it exactly as the game where you essentially fought like a ladder tournament, you know, to get to the winner. So you had to have a little bit in there and you got that with, you know, oh, he abducted Sonya. And, Mm -hmm. you know, now the the good guys have to go try to save her and all that damsel in distress stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, you know, but you get. You know, you get a payoff, you mm-hmm. get the big fight scenes, mm-hmm. you get the, you know, at the time, some really decent CGI. Right. Oh. But now, yeah. you know, it's crappy CGI, but it's, oh, it looks like a video game. Okay. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that that was kind of the, the fun part about it. You know, it had everything that a an 11 year old boy would really find interesting about a movie. <laughs> and I was 11. So I think this movie's great. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, I was, I was older. Um, actually, uh, my, my first, uh, encounter with the franchise, uh, Mortal Kombat. Um, I guess the, the original game came out, came out in 92 and the McDonald's in easily had a machine in the lobby. Blood was turned off, but there was a Mortal Kombat machine in our McDonald's. So nice. This is where we hung out at the McDonald's. At the McDonald's, in easily in front of the freaking Mortal Kombat machine, and you know, taking our turns playing. And I, this is where I met Zach DeRocher. 
<laughs> that does not surprise me in the least. Because he was going to Pickens. <laughs> he moved to easily senior year, but he was going to Pickens at the time. I met Zach DeRocher at that Mortal Kombat machine. Um, yeah, if if you would ask me where a young Zach DeRocher would hang out in high school and you gave me the option of the Mortal Kombat machine, <laughs> that's probably what I would have picked. Like, <laughs> the, the random Mortal Kombat I mean machine that with in all, the lobby yeah. of our McDonald's. Yes, yes, yes. Right. I mean that with all the love and respect that I have for Zach. <laughs> but that is exactly where I thought he would be. Yes, yes. Yeah, so, you know... It's, it, all you know, all of my friend groups converged into this singular space uh, where you know the 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 people the disparate people that I actually hung out with all kind of had a passing interest in going and playing this game. So, um, so where I where I played it for the first time is even more redneck. Okay. I played it at the Skate Palace okay. in Spartanburg. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> at the roller skating rink. Mm-hmm. They had Mortal Kombat and they had Tekken. Okay. I think it was Tekken. Yeah. Or it might have been that terrible like Virtua Fighter ripoff. I forget which one it was. Was it Virtua but, uh, Fighter? They had <laughs> I think it might have been Virtua Fighter. Virtua Fighter is a pretty bad Virtua Fighter ripoff. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But I do remember them having Mortal Kombat and that was like Mm-hmm. That was the game that you had to wait in line to play. Yeah, yeah. Because that's the one that all the older kids wanted to play. And so, I mean, for a younger kid, it was hard. For, you know, like, I had to wait, and then I could put my quarter in and generally get my butt whipped, and then, all right, I'm done. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, the, the, the two-player experience was a completely different animal from the one-player experience. Uh, you know, right. And and if there were people there and you're playing two player, then okay, cool. And people would put their quarter up and you knew where your quarter was. And, you, and that quarter was marking when you got to play. Um, and, oh yeah, you know, you just sit there and you, you, you'd fight through people. And, you know, if you kept winning, you kept playing. Um, and yeah, yeah. And that was, that was the fun part about it. Now, the only thing that, that where I really, so this is where this movie surprised me because the skate palace, like a McDonald's had the blood turned off. Okay. Um, because I, it's a skating rink. I mostly cater to kids. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but what surprised me about the movie, and I don't know if you, if it struck you as well, the old movie, at least oh, yeah. about like how little actual like gore there was in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. They did better like, in the newer one. I was kind of... But, yeah. Oh yeah. No, the newer one went full, like it leaned into it. Yeah. I, 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 but, I mean, I think, what was the 1995, was it rated R or was it rated PG-13? No, no, it was PG-13. Yeah, they understood who their audience was. Correct. Yeah. But now the new Mortal Kombat knows that their audience yeah. is now in their like mid to late 30s right, into their 40s. Right. Yeah. So let's crank up the gore, baby. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Now we're going to give you the, 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 the movie that you wanted the whole time, but couldn't have Correct. because you were a dirty teenager. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. If you, if, if that. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Most of their core audience was at least teenagers. <laughs> yeah, they were. They were. I was maybe a little young, but I guess I was the right age for like the Mortal Kombat mania that followed with like yeah, Mortal yeah. Kombat 2 and Mortal Kombat 3 and, you know, where the really, the video game started really kicking up is, is where I was there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and. And it's it's weird. No, nobody remembers this, but there the more that Mortal Kombat theme that that um, you know that that iconic Mortal Kombat theme that came yes. out a year before the movie. 
There was a I did not know that Mortal Kombat the album, which had like techno songs for each individual character, and and, and the Mortal Kombat theme was on that album. It was which is great. Uh, a, an even more random piece of information. Okay, apparently the dude who screams like Mortal Kombat, yeah, yeah, was on the like ad. during that song. Yeah, yeah, uh, yes, that was on the ads. Uh, you can pay him to scream that on Cameo. <laughs> nice. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> which i think is great and i if i'd have thought about it, if i'd have found that out before this morning i probably would have paid him whatever it was to have him do the intro to this podcast because that would have been great <laughs> okay i'd like you to to talk for like five minutes about random stuff and have have this person i'm sending it to not know who the hell you are and then say mortal Kombat at the end yeah there you go that that's yeah. that's the cameo yeah yeah, that's the cameo. Have my friend just sitting in there going, why the hell did you pay this? Who is this guy? Oh, <laughs> oh, that's who it is. I get it now. Yeah. Yeah, it's the Mortal Kombat guy. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, so, um, you know, and it got to the point with the machine being in the McDonald's in, in Easily where, you know, you could just stop by and play any time and, you know, most of the time there wasn't anybody else playing after the initial, you know, the initial run, you know, you had to wait in line and all that. But after that initial, you know, thing, then all of us were good enough where we could just go in and run through it real quick. Um, and, and, and I worked across the, the street at Subway. So if I was running 10 minutes early, I'd swing into McDonald's, beat Mortal Kombat, go across the street, go to work. I know that you were a former sandwich artist. Once a sandwich artist, always a sandwich artist. I am not a former right. sandwich artist. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, they, they started doing that sandwich artist thing like two months after I started working there. So my shirts didn't have sandwich artist on it, but the people hired right after me did. did. So, so the noobs were the sandwich artists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, you were just some sandwich schlub that they I, had in there. I was you know, OG just... Subway boy, it, you know, <laughs> and and they were those noob sandwich artists. Yeah. Ah, I see. With that corporate, you didn't go to sandwich artist school. You had to learn it the hard slang way. bullshit on their shirts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Being all hipster in there uh, without it. Yeah. <laughs> so you you mentioned it. Um, but one of the coolest things about this movie is the soundtrack. Okay. Like yeah, yeah. I, this soundtrack is probably my first taste of like electronic music. Okay. Yeah. I would guess. Cause I mean, you had like fear factory and KMFDM yeah, yeah, yeah. and like typo negative and like bands that I would really get into yes. like in my late teens, early twenties. This is a wonderful showcase of mid nineties in industrial, industrial techno. techno. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, you know, so like I blame the next like twenty years of KMFDM fandom on on Duke Joint the Jezebel. Mortal Kombat soundtrack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It does. Yeah. It's still good music. Whatever. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I blame my my short stint of KMFDM fandom on the light single, which I picked up randomly. It had remixes by all kinds of artists, and it was pretty amazing. And it had like eight different remixes of it. 
Um, one of them was. Well, that was the. That's always the fun part about buying like a KMFDM single is yeah. they always put like nine remixes on the album. Yeah, yeah. Like, and it's by like. Uh, and I guarantee you, you'll like one of them. Yeah, Nine Inch Nails did a remix of it, and yeah, it's just a, yeah. That's all I remember. That's the only artist I remember that did a remix was was Trent Reznor. So yeah, and, and that may have been my decision making process while flipping through the used CD stack, you know, at whatever store trying to decide what to buy oh this is a dollar oh hey it's got a remix by nine inch nails okay let's give it a shot you know because that's what we did in the 90s yeah you'd spend yeah, an hour but, uh, going through yeah. a used cd section and just kind of going through and tra- trying to find treasure yep <laughs> and then i started doing that with records and now i just have a lot of records and then you know three days after you got paid from subway because they didn't pay you much um you, you'd go back to that same cd store and sell off the ones that weren't treasures so you could eat <laughs> or get gas or whatever <laughs> pretty much it was a grand cycle you know we lost money in the long run but you know we got some some good music out of it a lot of a lot of of music that just never got a chance i'm not going to say bad music but when you're buying eight cds at a time for like 20 bucks not all of them are going to get a fair chance to to shine (laughs) you're you're going to find one and you're going to stop (laughs) <laughs> and all the rest of them are going to go get sold again, you know? <laughs> yeah. And I mean, yeah, the avenues for discovering new music were so limited back then though. So you kind of had to do that. But I mean that, that, I mean, I didn't, I don't think that's limited. That, that, that was almost easier to find things than it is to find them now. Uh, I guess so. Yeah. Be- because yeah, I guess so. Y- I mean, you're going to a place where you're intending to get music and you're just given a random selection and you get to pick out of that random selection. Uh, you know, if you're, if you're, if you're buying new, you already kind of know what you're looking for. Cause you're going to pay $15 for a CD. You're going to know what it is, but if you're going and leafing through the used, then you're just going out of whatever happens to be there. And you're, at, you're, you're more likely to try something new than if you just go to Spotify and, you know, what are you going to search for to find something new? You know, because there's just so much out there. There's too much out there to actually be able to sort through unless you're using, you know, release radar or, you know, their picks for you or whatever. I don't know. I go and I, I go, hey, let me listen to my liked songs. Yes. The ones I know I like. Yeah. That's what I'm going to do. And it's it's almost I, like I shamefully get caught in the cycle of telling my my Amazon Alexa play songs I like. Yes, and, and, <laughs> so I fall into that. I'm as guilty of that as anybody. Yeah, and, and you know it's almost like having too much selection makes it where you don't want to look through it all. Yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. So, I mean, if you go in there and there's like a hundred CDs in front of you that you can sort through and try to find, you know, two or three that you want to pick up for a few bucks, that's, you're actually going to try out, you're going to try out more, you know, you're going to, you're going to try to find something different. At least that's the way it worked for me. 
<laughs> Speaking of different, okay. what did you think of the new Mortal Kombat movie? Okay, um, well, first off, I appreciate them changing Scorpion back to what he should have been. Yes. Yeah. You could tell that this movie was inspired more from like MK11. Okay. Than it was like the 95 one is obviously from the original video game. So like yeah. they, they did take it back to, you know, but I kind mean, of the newer, but they, they, they did some weird stuff with Scorpion. Like the, the, it was obviously a rope and a sticky thing. It was not something that came out of his hand. Even, even in right. MK1 with crappy graphic, that was a freaking rope with a freaking stabby thing at the end of it. That that was not correct. Yeah, it was so, a harpoon. <laughs> yes, <laughs> basically. It, I couldn't tell that it was a you know Japanese garden tool with rope on it, but it but that's what it was. Um, so got, getting it back to that and and not making it some weird alien mutation that comes out of his hand. Uh, it's kind of like you know. It's kind of like fixing the Sam Raimi, Raimi uh, Spider-Man, <laughs> where where the webbing, you know, is it is part of his spider mutation. Um, no, no, Peter Parker was a fucking genius, and he invented the fucking webbing and the web shooters. And don't take that away from him; it's part of his character. He was a clumsy, nerdy genius, and yes. It, and you know, making it part of the mutation kind of takes a little bit of that away. But anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, I don't. I, yeah, so yeah, I I I like the new one. Um, I appreciate. Well, I appreciate the casting on Scorpion because that guy's awesome. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. First time I saw him was in the Japanese version of The Ring, and I've 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 liked him ever since. Um, but I mean, the trying to bring in the Everyman character, who's not actually a character from the video games, was not great. Um, the fact that we never got an actual tournament was not great. But other than yeah. that, it was the cotton candy that we expected it to be a little grittier, a little bloodier, but you know, it, it followed on in, in the tradition of the original. Yeah, I agree. I, I do wish that it had been more tournament based yeah, um, at all. I mean, yeah, at all. <laughs> I mean, I think that would have helped. I mean, that would have given you some cooler like fight scenes and it probably yeah. would have let you do a little more, you know, because that is one thing that the original movie did well, is mm-hmm. that, like, it, it did those tournament fights, and they had, you know, meaning behind them, and so it kept, kind of helped push the story along. I, I appreciate um, I appreciate them bringing in Jax's fatality. However, they did it on the pit. And the yeah. whole reason of fighting on the pit is so you can knock somebody knock off the, the fucking pit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's you like could, if you know you, one fatality in that Mortal Kombat, it's how to knock somebody <laughs> off the pit. And that wasn't even a fatality in the first game. That was that was on the no blood version. You could yeah, you, yeah. you no, you could just uppercut you could just them. uppercut them. I, off wasn't of that the it? Pit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. If you got the if you got to finish him, you could just uppercut them and they'd fall. To the yes, pit. yes. Uh, they they should have you know they they could have shown Jax's fatality somewhere else. 
somebody needed to knock somebody off that damn pit. You know, even if he would have just, you know, done the fatality and then just thrown them off the pit. Yeah. That would have been fine. And let him land on the fucking spikes. Yeah. Yes. That's give me what I want. Give me bodies on spikes. Somebody has to go flying off that pit. (laughs) Yeah, right. Right. It's like in pro wrestling. If somebody sets a table up, by God, put someone through it. I don't care who. But if you're going to go through the trouble, (laughs) fucking break it. And and when they land, I want it to almost subliminally (coughs) give me a toasty in the background. Yeah. As they hit the spikes, a little toasty that that almost imperceivable, but it's there That, that that's what that's what we need. A little more fan service from that movie, actually. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Rarely will I say I want more fan service, <laughs> but yeah, I, I do. I do agree. I would have loved to have seen a big fight in a, oh crap. I forget what level it was that you could, it was the bridge where you could get toasty. Yeah. Yeah. Where uh, I would love to see someone pull off just a wicked uppercut. And then like just in the video game, you see Dan toasty Forden's face come up <laughs> and you just hear toasty, you yeah, know, yes. give it to me. Like, because the whole, because I would pop at home. I would pop in the theater. Like if you're watching that with a big group of people, like everyone's going to be like, yeah, <laughs> you know, give it to Like it, it's completely harmless to put in the movie. Right. And it would do nothing but make all the fans like laugh. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I, like you don't need to create, uh, you know, a great cinematic, no, you know, serious no, cinematic yeah. experience. It's Mortal Kombat, bro. Yeah. I mean, the first one definitely understood what it was and they commented on, they, 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 all kinds of fourth wall breaks and, and it understood what it was and it played to that. The new one kind of understood what it was, but it also tried to be a little more serious and, it could have backed off that a good little bit. Um, and, and it would yeah. have done it some good, but I enjoyed the new one, but the, I enjoyed the old one better. I mean, I agree. And what I did not know, um, about the original, that was like the big time, uh, not really big time, but the, uh, I guess it was kind of the big, like, directorial debut of uh, Paul W.S. Anderson, who wound up doing all the Resident Evil movies that I also enjoyed. Well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> video game video game movies going video game movie or something. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. But, I mean, it's... <laughs> I guess uh, that's how it works. I mean, I kind of wish I would have gotten Paul Anderson to do this, although I guess if you get him, you have to cast Mila Jovovich in something, because I think that's how they work now. Nah. That, that, Listen, you can always find a role for Mila Jovovich. <laughs> uh, yeah. You can always find a place for her. But, the, but they're going to want a speaking part. I mean, come on. Yeah, well. <laughs> there are limitations here to, to exactly how much we can we can allow. Listen, listen. the girl that's playing Sonia is no, you know, Shakespearean <laughs> actor, to my knowledge. So you could have made an older, more rugged, like... Sonia Blade with Mila Jovovich had it taken it. If it meant Paul Anderson directed the movie, I think it'd be a, a decent trade-off. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And they they I mean, I I kind of like the uh the uh, you know, the um coming into your own and learning your powers kind of thing. Um that that was actually kind of a welcome change. Um but at the same time, they needed a fucking tournament. They needed a payoff for all of that buildup. Um, and, you know, it it didn't. 
you, you got you got combat, but it wasn't it wasn't the tournament. And I I, I don't know if they'll, they'll get you know because you know you spend three quarters of the movie talking about the tournament and how they have to win the tournament and then they never fight the and tournament. And then you never have the tournament. Yeah. So although what now I will say what the new movie did really well is it sets up the next one. Yeah. And you've got to have Johnny Cage, which brings up the great question of who's going to play Johnny Cage. <laughs> yeah. M- Mila Jovovich. Probably. I'd be fine. Like, okay. That's <laughs> fine. You can be Janet Cage. It doesn't bother me. Joanna Cage. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's, I mean, it's it's a fun franchise. I mean, well, it was marketed as gritty, bloody, you know, murder game. Uh, and, and that's how it was seen by anybody who never played it. But uh, but yeah, it was just a, it was a fun time killer game that you played with your friends. That, that, that That's what it was. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, and it was a great in the days before online play, like this was as close to like, this was where you really kind of got into multiplayer video games Yeah, yeah. was street fighter and mortal Kombat and killer instinct. And you know, all of that stuff. Okay. So going back to MK one, who was your go-to character? Who was the one you played more than, more than the others? I was a Raiden guy. You were a Raiden guy. Raiden. You, you were a backpack forward yeah, guy. Yeah. Huh? Because Yes, I was a back-back forward guy because it was really easy for me to learn. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I was either a Raiden or a Sub-Zero guy. Okay. Those are my two. I, I I understand everybody else's guys, and I didn't want to use the same guy as everybody else. So, I'm that weirdo who played Kano. I could see it. He had – Kano was one of those guys, like, his button, like, configuration was a little weird. Nope. Like, once you learned it. Yeah, I mean, he it was really tough to play against. I mean, it was block back forward for his freaking yeah. boomerang thing and then just spin the fucking thing for his other thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, but you you fought him so rarely against a person. You, you know, you fought him with the computer all the time. You fought him so rarely against a person that if if I was running into somebody who I hadn't fought before, they didn't know what the hell to do. Because... Nobody played fucking Kano. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah, nobody ever played with Kano. I mean, I, I liked Scorpion. But Raiden I, had that yeah. thing where you could juggle them with the the flying attack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I would just juggle people <laughs> yeah. and piss Cause, them cause, off cause to you, no end. Because you were 10. So that, that you know, that was yeah, your defense. Yeah, I was 10. Yeah, that, that was your right, defense. That That's all you defense. could do was back, back, forward, back, back, forward, yeah. back, back, forward. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you could just juggle them repeatedly. Like a freaking Koopa in a... In Super Mario Brothers, yes, you yes, just keep bouncing. Yes, yes, I, I, I played, I played players just like you. I understand you, what you did. <laughs> yeah. Oh crap! He so blocked it. So did you play any? Like, did you really play into any of the other ones? No, I mean, or were you just kind of Mortal Kombat one? Um, I, I played some. I, I played some of two. Um, but nothing really beyond that. Um, because two came out. One, I was. I think I was in the military, or right before I went in the military, two came out. Um, so I didn't really have the time to put into it like I did the first one. And and you know the 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 moves changed just enough where it was, it it was a little uh, hard to to catch up on. Um, I, I I got pretty good with katana, um, but beyond that, um, 
that that was basically it and then uh yeah once they started once they changed the ninjas into robots in three i was kind of (laughs) done that got super weird yeah i i was the unorthodox player in mk2 and three i was a kung lao guy okay yeah yeah you know, I could, between the hat attacks and everything else, like I, cause he kind of had like a little bit of the Liu Kang. Yeah. But then he had, had kind of the weird hat. hat thing. Yeah. 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 He had the hat. I mean, not could raise just, hat. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So that's, uh, that was my thing. I was mm-hmm. really big on like Kung Lao because nobody ever picked him. And so nobody really knew how to defend all the crap I could do with him. Yeah. 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 Because if you got to where they were blocking like the high hat attack, you have one where he like threw it along the ground. Yeah. And that would screw everybody yeah, Kung, up. Kung, Kung Lao was, it, yeah, yeah, he was he he was a good one to to, to try to fight against. I, I remember that because Kung Lao had essentially like the the Mortal Kombat version of like a change up. Uh-huh. Like the start of the hat attack looked the exact same, so everybody would throw up the high block and then he'd throw it on the ground and just freaking eat him up with it. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, that so was that was a uh, that was one of the great moments in the new Mortal Kombat movie. Was uh, the foot sweep scene where Liu Kang just kept yeah. foot sweeping Kano? It was like, yeah, just do something else. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can just beat you doing the foot sweep because that's what you do, right? <laughs> Dude, that was my that was my go to attack on Street Fighter for a long time. Oh yeah, 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 on, on yeah on Street foot Fighter, sweep, foot foot sweep, sweep. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> uh, Karate Champ before it. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, the the foot sweep was yeah. was always always the go to for the young children who wanted to beat up on yep. their older brethren who thought that foot sweeping was cheap and they shouldn't do it because it's just kind of a cheap way to win. Well, the fucking eight yep. year old don't care. Baby. Yeah, <laughs> foot sweeps and uppercuts. There's no honor in fighting. <laughs> it's like you know you can you can play against adults all day teenagers all day and 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 sweep up with them but once a five-year-old puts in a quarter you got 50 50 shot because he's just gonna he's just gonna move that stick around and hit those buttons and there ain't no telling what's coming at you yep yep pure chaos (laughs) pure chaos (laughs) so uh It's hard to fight crazy. Yeah. And I, that's a valuable life lesson that I hope everyone who listens to this takes with them. It's hard to fight crazy. <laughs> it's hard to fight crazy. If you ever get into a fight, just fight crazy. Don't follow. Yeah, just start pressing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah just don't follow any specific uh, uh, a way of, of fighting. Just go in with your arms flailing, you, your legs coming out, and just don't let them know what's coming at them. Ever. Yep. And that's how you survive. Yep. Until Indiana Jones pull out the fucking gun. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that's a good place to call it. I guess so. Don't uh, fight crazy. Yeah, just yeah, swing your arms and, and flail. Um so, yep. so um how about next time we uh we 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 jump over to Netflix and do the whole nine yards. Um the whole nine yards. The, right. the 2000 yeah, version with, uh, like, Bruce Willis, I think, and others. I think it's, yeah, Bruce Willis, Matthew Perry, Rosanna Arquette. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We'll do that. All right. We're doing uh, what I think is a chick flick. No, no. I don't think it is. It's, oh, no. Sorry. It's got football I'm thinking in something it. else. Okay, yeah. It's got I know football what you're talking in it. About. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. 
Hey, and uh, yeah, I guess we'll uh, we'll do that next time. Oh, I am at Woodle underscore on the Instagram, and you are. Uh, my Instagram is I'm that Joe you know. And we'll talk to y'all next time. Tear down, waste time.